Hi everyone, this is Rita's podcast. Welcome to my channel. Today, we're going to talk about the Asian diaspora and cultural identity. So, when we speak of the word Asian, what is your first impression? Let me share a funny story with you first. Yeah, um, because I know you have stayed in China and you have seen the real China. So, um, when you are watching the Asian-related movies, do you think or do you feel it is the same or different from what you see and feel in China? That's a good question. So before I came to China, to be honest, let's use the example of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Do you know that movie? Yeah. Okay, so when I first watched it, um, I actually had a lot of course, I watched it, and I was actually fascinated by the flying. If you remember, like, they can fly. You know, they're like, woo, right, flying. And I remember that when some of my friends watched it at the same age as me, this is before I left for China. This is, like, the year 2000, 2001, 2002. People would ask me, oh, are you going to go see people, you know, the Chinese people who can fly? Now, of course, when I go to China... That's like totally not real. That's like totally crazy. Like people do not run around flying from building to building. This is what I interviewed with my American teacher. She's American and has married a Chinese husband for over 10 years. And more importantly, she not only watch Asian related movies, but she also has personal experience in China. According to her, she prefers to watch the documentary to know Asians and China rather than some movies, such as the Crazy Rich Asians or some... No, it's not. It, that's not exactly what's all happening. And a lot of Americans mix up um, cultures between Japan, Korea, and, and China. So this... Um, documentary when I watched it, it's very real. I mean, it's really real. Like I can, t I mean, there's nothing Jada about it. And this kind of movie, when I watched it, um, it's just definitely, it's, it gives, I, 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 it sounds strange for me to say I enjoyed the movie, but I mean, I just felt like this is so good for people. That's what I like. I don't like watching the movies that are like, that pick up on Chinese stereotypes I don't like those kind of movies. Although I have to admit, I did watch some of them when I when I was younger, um, prior to me going to China. But now it's so much easier for me to recognize what is fake, like flying and or you know or like lots of people doing the karate. I mean, it's that's not what everybody. That's not what all Chinese people are doing. It is not rare to see that Asian actors are unequally treated in the movies. Sometimes, in some Chinese directors, you can even see that they would leave some handsome characters or positive characters for, to foreign actors. My interviewer shares her experience related to it to me that she finds that some Chinese like to find the boys who have like blue eyes, blonde hair, all have to look like the stereotypical foreigner. 
whether Chinese can never be suitable or cannot can never be qualified for a handsome handsome character in an Asian movie? So it comes to our question now. Wang Keying, a Chinese-American actor who gained popularity with agents of SHI, was laughed at because of her smile, small eyes of Asians. She says that, I have to laugh at it as a, just a joke, because if I don't, people will think I'm too sensitive. But actually, I feel bad. I feel like a joke and not taken seriously. Squatting eyes and fat holes often become discriminatory elements in Asian stereotypes. In the numerous audition experience in Hollywood, Wang Keying was also asked to act like a nerd or speak with a little accent deliberately. She said that, I have been in the industry for many years, and I have learned a lot about myself. I also deeply realized that my value does not depend on it. It depends on the size of my eyes or skin. To have on, to look like the stereotypical foreigner. And so like myself, I, my hair isn't like blonde. Um, so if I was being chosen to be and act, I, I've been chosen for very, very small, small roles in Nanjing. Sometimes people will just come up to you and say like, oh, do you want to be in a movie? Or you want to be in a, a small, small, super small, like super duper small, like, because I'm not an actress. Um, but it actually makes foreigners feel really, really, oh, I didn't realize that it showed screen, really um, good about, I mean, they, they, they makes their self-esteem think, wow, I'm so handsome, or wow, I'm so beautiful. So let's define Asian movies before we talk about its spring. Who does the so-called Asians really mean? Can you equal it with Asians and Chinese? Asians, many those born in Asian countries, or whose parents have at least one person of Asian descent. In the context of the Hollywood movies, Asian Americans mainly refers to Asian Americans including Chinese Americans, Korean Americans, Indian Americans, and etc. Of course, there are Asians in other countries, such as Asian English, Asian French, and so on. Ethnic Chinese is more like a conventional common term, a concept derived from the Chinese. The Chinese include both ethnic significance from Chinese people to its descendants around the world who lives abroad. Then, as a second-generation immigrants who speak English and grew up drinking Coca-Cola, they may not face the same difficulties of cultural identity as their parents did, but they are faced with another kind of dilemma. Due to their childhood, many of them tend to identify with American culture and values after receiving American education and growing up in American society. However, the obvious difference in psychological makes them the others in the mainstream American society. That is, no matter how Americanized their thinking and lifestyle are, they are still outsiders. 
As for the civilization of their hometown far away, it is often difficult for them to come back and identify with it, just because of blood relationship or emotional connection. In this embarrassing situation, second-generation Asian immigrants are more likely to feel confused and lost. Unlike black filmmakers and their film imagers that can sort of a development trend in a century of Hollywood movie history, Asian ethnic groups tend to exist in curious Eastern stories, such as the remaining tears, the earth, etc., or just out of the mainstream. Only a handful of Asian filmmakers are behind the stereotypes and even prejudices in movies such as the Fu Manchu series. Photographer Huang Zhongzhan is one of the most famous in last century. In 1993, the Chinese director Wang Yin's The Joy Like Club knocked on the door of Hollywood for him and gave him hope for a wave of filmmakers who were eager to go to Hollywood. We are familiar with the last story. Filmmakers quickly enter Hollywood. Unfortunately, most of them tell typical Hollywood white stories. On the one hand, they don't understand Asian stories, and at the same time, their interest in the story of Asians' descent are mostly out of temporary passion, which is not long-lasting. Some filmmakers can rely on their own enthusiasm and extraordinary feelings to create Western American stories. And others can also start from their own experience, digging deep into the East-West cultural conflict. For example, the recent movie The Farewell. This movie starts with the Chinese director Wang Ziyi's personal experience. It tells a story that in a Chinese family, a grandmother was diagnosed with cancer. Some family members wanted to hide it from her to make her happy through the final years. But the girl protagonist, who grew up in America, wants to inform her the fact. So, the whole family is conflicting the beliefs between the Eastern and Western on life and death. Hollywood, which has been telling the same story for more than a hundred years, seems tired of the same stories, similar senses, and well-designed characters. Asian American filmmakers have shown the public the possibility of accepting stories from other ethnic groups without barriers. So, there's a chance that the stories that weren't developed in the past will reappear on the big screen. And the excitement is even deeper for Asians. It is incredible to see the on the big screen in the United States. The feeling of seeing a film about oneself can greatly inspire a person's cultural identity. The unique cultural attributes of the Asian ethnic groups, the unique perspective and the way of looking at the world as important reasons for their selection in the context of cultural diversity. 
According to my interviewer, the more she stays in China, the deeper she feels about how Asians can be misunderstood in screens in the last years. But at the same time, they face a harsh environment with Asian creatives still a minority in Hollywood. They were shackled. The Asian creators were careful to work every step of the way compared to the white creators who occupied most of the positions. Because creation is not only for oneself, but it also for commercial purposes. For every film, there is a deeper cultural meaning in it that it will influence Asian filmmakers, which is undoubtedly a sweet burden. Finally, whether these expressions are perfect, whether they can symbol the real Asian story, whether it is the light of Asian movies or the shame of it, it doesn't matter or hurt the current trend of Asian movies. Hollywood's self-expression is step by step, one by one to get rid of the shackles of stereotypes. So, the national self-confidence is not fully reflected in science and technology and other hard power. I firmly believe that only when national culture is respected, understood, and even accepted, it is the day for us to achieve the true equality, to really find our cultural identity in our own Asian movies. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Bye.